Hey, PK, is it Godfather time? It is. It is. It's, it's hard to know yeah, because um, uh, there's no schedule. <laughs> no. And if there was a schedule, we have not been obeying it I think at all. We decided that uh, consistently inconsistent. Yes. Consist- yeah, that's a good way. I think that's where we're at. That's, I think that's uh, probably a good way of summarizing our, our lives right um, about now. That maybe is even very too. true. Yeah. May. May. I'm going to go with that's what happens yeah. in May. So is, is this our first May episode? Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and the way we're rolling here, yeah. it will be the only. only. <laughs> uh, well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. It is another uh, Godfather podcast. Awesome. Uh, episode five uh, with me in our studio in Rogers, Minnesota, Greg Heineke. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're uh, going to change directions we're, we're gonna work with the text a little bit yeah we're this time. exactly we are not um going to be discussing a sermon yep uh it'll be a, a kind of a sermon of a different kind it is um this is from the ted ted talk stage uh and uh it is i don't even know the woman's name her name is julie lithcott hames i believe is how okay. you pronounce her last name if you are wanting to look at it uh, listen to it, watch it. It is uh, within the TED Talk, TED.com Talks is what you would be looking for. And it's specifically about um, raising kids um, and not overparenting is really okay. the, the exact yes. title if you're looking for it is called How to Raise Successful Kids Without Overparenting. And really highly recommended to, to watch the the whole thing. I think it's about... 15 it's 14 minutes and five seconds to be oh, exact perfect so there you go an easy thing to kind of find so the approach being a little different and we're we're, we're testing it out we might yeah. be changing our texts down the road numerous right. times we, yep. we like the sermon option um but we want to be able to have some other things to think about and to discuss and so this text um resonates with both of us obviously being parents and raising kids um, I have a 19-year-old son and a 17-year-old daughter, and your kids are on the other end, if you yeah, will, seven and, and five, and kind of working through yes, that and just yes. seeing what we can we, what we can think about. Again, we really like the framing to be questions, connections, and reflections. Yes. So to help you a little bit, we have the first couple minutes. Um, adjust your volume accordingly <laughs> as we work on those types of things. But we want to play the first couple minutes, and then that will be uh, a nice way to get started into what we want to talk about. So here it is. You know, I didn't set out to be a parenting expert. In fact, I'm not very interested in parenting per se. It's just that there's a certain style of parenting these days that is kind of messing up kids impeding their chances to develop into their selves. There's a certain style of parenting these days that's getting in the way. I guess what I'm saying is we spend a lot of time being very concerned about parents who aren't involved enough in the lives of their kids and their education or their upbringing, and rightly so. But at the other end of the spectrum, there's a lot of harm going on there as well. Where parents feel a kid can't be successful unless the parent is protecting and preventing at every turn and hovering over every happening and micromanaging every moment and steering their kid towards some small subset of colleges and careers. 
When we raise kids this way, and I'll say we, because Lord knows in raising my two teenagers, I've had these tendencies myself, our kids end up leading a kind of checklisted childhood. And here's what the checklisted childhood looks like. We keep them safe and sound and fed and watered. And then we want to be sure they go to the right schools, but not just that, that they're in the right classes at the right schools, and that they get the right grades in the right classes in the right schools. But not just the grades, the scores. And not just the grades and scores, but the accolades and the awards and the sports and the activities and the leadership. We tell our kids, don't just join a club, start a club, because colleges want to see that. And check the box for community service. I mean, show the colleges you care about others. <laughs> and all of this is done to some hoped-for degree of perfection. We expect our kids to perform at a level of perfection we were never asked to perform at ourselves. And so because so much is required, we think, well, then, of course, we parents have to argue with every teacher and principal and coach and referee and act like our kids' concierge and personal handler and secretary. And then with our kids, our precious kids, we spend so much time nudging, cajoling, hinting, helping, haggling, nagging, as the case may be, to be sure they're not screwing up not closing doors, not ruining their future, some hoped-for admission to a tiny handful of colleges that deny almost every applicant. Whoa. Yeah. Everyone else uh, feeling, feeling burned a little <laughs> bit? You should be. <laughs> Probably. And, and I'd like to preface our, our comments to that. She's, she's coming after you a little bit, obviously. Yeah. She's, she's pushing us. Um, but I'm going to take that passion for kids. I mean, and when you watch the whole right. thing, it, it, we'll, yeah. we'll get there toward the end without revealing maybe too much. But, you know, well-intentioned parents, we're going to go yeah. positively approaching yeah. it. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. that's a yeah. challenge here right. is, is how right. to do that properly. Right. So with that being said, I get to kind of switch the role a little yeah. bit because I'm, I, I, yeah. brought, I brought it up. So, you brought it up. So what do you yeah. think? What are your questions or connections or reflections? Well, you know, the, these are... You know this this whole thing has been uh, something I think about a lot as a new parent. That I have a lot of, uh, I think you know, anxiety about. Um, but it's more from okay, so um, I don't want to overparent. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the chauffeur, the concierge, the you know, all these different things. But if if society if that's the norm right. in society yes how how do i raise a family counterculturally mm. uh without accruing all of this societal ostracism yeah uh so like w- what i mean and, and again like as a person who uh works in the church you know that's also a part of it too like um you know raising normal kids uh without you know, having them stand out so terribly much that, um, you know, they aren't able to feel, um, accepted. Right. So I, I I don't know. It's a, it's a long, it's a long question. I guess my, you know, my, one of the questions is, is okay. So, um, and I kind of know the answer, but, um, it's how do you, uh, break from those, expectations without going too far yeah um 
where then you're the weirdo. Right. Yeah. I call it the machine. Yeah. Like how do you how do you fight the machine? Right. How do you and when you do, then a consequence that comes from it, it actually turns out to be sometimes negative. Mm-hmm. But then it is your your kid is ostracized yeah. or they're when they're not part of that team, they're cutting off their option to be a part of a future team. Right. Um, how do you help them be a good student, attend confirmation? Um, how do we yeah. define a good student? Yeah. So she goes on and she talks about some specifics like homework and whatnot. Yeah. Like, that's the immediate question when yeah. the child comes home. Right. What's your homework? What, what yep. are you going to be doing? What are you going to what, do? What's next yep. rather yep. than yeah. about the child? Right. And I think, you know, um, so much of it comes down to building a rapport and trust with your children um, that you, you can have a conversation together without having to talk about stuff that you do yeah um and and that you do develop a, a way of conversing where you know she brought up the example of how her teenage daughter said her favorite part of her day was lunch yeah you know and that instead of like you know hemming and hawing about you know lunch and getting your get using lunch to get to math yep yep um you just talk about lunch yeah and and you don't feel like you're being a failure of a parent if you just talk about you know I, I know for me growing up it was gym you yeah. know like I'd always be like yeah, recess yeah, you know really gym uh, those are my favorites <laughs> you know yeah. and then like how do you uh, you know like it's okay to just yeah okay that's fine you know I, I liked her line she talked about how um, you know what was it later on uh, childhood needs to teach them how to how to love others but they can't if they don't love themselves. Mm. Or if uh, if we um, don't offer them unconditional love, like uh, they need to know that they matter to us um, as humans and not just because of their GPA. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, and you, you know, GPA. Obviously, you you think of that only. I th- usually go to directly to high school. You know, GPA was so important. But Correct. but you start doing this in elementary school. Yeah. Earlier you know, and earlier now. you start doing it earlier and earlier now where it's not a GPA, but, you know, you want to do all oh, they did on the spelling test. And, yeah. Oh, you got this one wrong. Well, let's work on this. Yeah. One. You know, like so I, it's yeah. it seems like, you know, this rant, you know, while it does I gravitate probably a lot in that middle school, high school, those tendencies are starting earlier and earlier, yes. um, especially with, you know, the, the you know, once you start including sports. Right. And um, performance management in sports, yes, um, is now a part of that too. Well, and she talked about that to try. It, it's perfection, like you said. What's wrong with one wrong? Yeah, on right. on the spelling test. Yeah, you know, like or the C. If you worked really hard for that yeah. C, yeah. right, find the value in the effort. Right, um, that's a whole conversation about. But it. again, Both like mindset. you can do that as a parent. But if the school opera, if the system, yes. the machine, the as machine. you say it, yeah doesn't value the the hard work that you put in just to get that C. Yeah. That's what's cranking out all these anxious and depressed kids. Right. So I like one of the reasons, I like the various things, but one of the reasons of a connection for me on this is that she's she is pushing us. She's trying to say that we think that college is that that's her background. Uh, she did not start off as trying to be this parenting person. She was a former admissions officer, uh, uh, sorry, a former dean of freshmen mm. at Stanford. That's okay. her background. And mm-hmm. it's just sort of turned into these mm-hmm. other areas because mm-hmm. she would see this right uh, daily and and 
kids trying to get into these colleges. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, that this isn't necessarily yeah. accurate. We're, we're right. ignorant to those pieces. Yeah. We fill in those blanks. And so she's trying to provide some insight to the rest of us saying, like, you can ask about lunch. Yeah. How, what yeah, kind of sandwich right. was it today? I'm yeah, like, it's yeah. okay to talk about right. a sandwich okay or go outside and just play catch for catch's sake, <laughs> exactly. not for uh, exactly. you're working on right. your arm right. so you can be in a major league Well, and the game. thing that I, that it's, um, it's just, it's humorous, but it's also sad to see is, um, this, uh, you know, kids are doing stuff because it's going to look good on an application. Mm-hmm. Rather than doing it yes. just for the sake yes. of the experience, <laughs> yeah. whatever that is, <laughs> whatever that's it volunteering, is, volunteering, like I got to yeah. get it done, yeah. Versus a, going yeah. into, I don't think she she didn't say it in in the clip you played, but um, we're they're living this checklisted childhood, yeah. Where you know if it falls into a box, oh okay, yeah, well, let's check that off yep. and check that off, and um. And it's 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 totally denying. Hey, we're doing these things not because it's part of a checklist, yeah. but this is how you develop into a good human being. Mm-hmm. Um, but we live in a checklist society. I, I mean, know. adults live in a checklist society. We you do know, more and more, more than we ever have. More than we ever have. Yeah. Um, and so much of our well, you're in education and I'm in ministry, and those are part of the checklist. Yeah. Um, you know, that they they can't just be, you know, uh, a accompaniment to the rest of your life. Right. It's got to be a checklist. Yeah. So the, it, it the yeah. The purpose has been shifted. Right, yeah. right. So should we touch on at least a little bit? I don't want to, like, blow the thunder of the end of her talk, but I think it's, <laughs> it's worthy of uh, kind of the reflection part mm-hmm. of. She does offer some possibilities in the sense of, like, mm-hmm. so, so to the how or, or what do we do with, with that machine? So... Besides the fact that she's like giving us some insight a little bit as a former dean uh, and trying to get mm-hmm. to this this major college, I mean, she does talk about uh, the self advocacy piece, and I guess I'm, I'm wondering a little bit for you. You you've called it embracing the dread. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, like we're all going to go through it a little right. bit here, and so the, the struggles and challenges are great, and we need to look for them. And she she talks about the fact that the kids need to do that. We yeah. can't be their thinkers, right. their planners, right. their deciders, whatever it is. They need to live their own lives. Right. We need to let them fail. Um, well, it, it, I think it all comes back to um, all of our ability um, to to live in dread. Yeah. Or in suffering um, that, you know, because again, kind of, we love our kids. We love our kids so much that, uh, you know, and part of that love is that we don't want to see them unhappy or suffering. Yes, yes. And so we want to rescue them from that. And again, it it comes from a well-intentioned place of, of providing safety and, and allowing our kids, you know, joy and, you know, but it's, we all need to be better at embracing the dread yep. and and being able to live in the dark times and to be able to you know um just you know uh, insert your analogy whatever it yeah. is going gets rough whatever yeah. i like the butterfly <laughs> seen that one before? oh yeah yeah i heard that one yeah, where yeah. it's like the caterpillar has to yeah when it's yeah. changing it's got to right. break through yeah the cocoon right because if you don't if you help it yeah. It actually harms it because right. then it hasn't um, the the wings 
are are all wet or I don't yeah. I can't explain it completely but yeah you have to be and I mean it's it's oh, it's so hard it's so it hard to to watch another person go through something difficult but I think it's it's keeping in your brain um, the worst part the worst thing that could happen right now um, isn't isn't them going through this the worst thing that could happen is if the they don't learn anything. Yeah. About this, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's the thing to tell yourself over and over again. And, and I think, it, it, you know, flip it over on yourself too. The you know, this is very difficult to go through uh, this grief that I'm going through right now with, with my dad. Yep. Um, but I don't, you know, like I just need to go through it. Yeah. <laughs> like, because we were talking before we started sh- the show, like it's either I go through it or I deny that it happened. Uh-huh. And, and that just isn't an option, you know, um, for me, you know, some, some others can, can do that, but, um, it's just, that's not, that's not truth. And, um, so you just, you just need to figure out a way to get through it and looking out for ways, um, to set yourself up for, you know, care, you know, self care. Yes. And, and you do, I, and I guess that kind of, I'd encourage listeners to, to truly go through, um, her whole talk and hear what, where she ends up. But back to the, the part where you're saying you, you're going to go through it and work through and like, I, I encourage the, the tools you like when you have somebody with you, I mean, yeah, you and I can right. talk about these yeah, things. Yeah. And that's the thing as a parent back to that is be there. Be yep. there for your kid, right? Whatever, right. whatever the kid's saying, it's yeah. not necessarily needing the um, right. the advice. Maybe it's yeah. just being there to listen or just sit in the same room. Yeah, exactly. Right. And when I they're mean, going through something, you know, difficult, like don't, you know, again, it's easier said than done. I get it. Uh, don't jump to the solution. Um, you know, just be trying to honor their feelings and yeah. and and looking for ways for them to deal with that you know, in a, in a healthy way that's going to set them up for success in the future. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I, good. and well, like you were saying, like our, we do kind of gravitate towards negative a lot, but, um, you know, it, hopefully you've learned a lot from your negative, negative experiences, yeah. uh, in childhood. I know I did. Yeah. Uh, and, and sometimes not. And yeah, like, what, exactly. What, what happened with that repeating, one? Repeating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we also are human beings with terrible memories. Yep. Yep. Um, so even if we learn the right way initially, we, we forget and yep. go fall Need back. Need to be knocked it. over yeah. the head a few times. Well, All yeah. Right. Listen to it. It's a, it is a good way of thinking about. Um, a tangible thing that we all, a lot of the, our listeners um, deal with, which is parenthood. And, uh, and hey, it's not easy, parents, um, you, you, and you're not going to be perfect. Um, nope. But um, strive for excellence. Strive for excellence. Yeah. You know, care. Yeah. And yeah, and we're, we're, we're doing fine. Yeah. All right. All right. Awesome. Time for some, uh, some fodder. Some fodder. Don't you think? I think so. All right. What what kind of segment do you want to jump to? Do you have one that's that's burning? Either, um, um, just a quick word about a movie I just saw that yeah. does kind of tie in with what we were just talking about with you know tough times. Sure. I uh, we just we just got through Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> yeah. Well, there. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Even like uh, I'm not. I got to prepare. You know, I I've people have I, I, all I knew about it was that it was a kind of just a tough movie. Yeah. And um, similar to like when we watched um, A Quiet Place and how 
you know, it's suspense and you're just like, ah, you know, the whole movie. Yep. Um, this is like, you, you just know something is, is coming and you're not going to feel good about it. And, <laughs> and, and you just, you just know, you know, and again, the, the, um, uh, the movie's ability to evoke those emotions, uh, is I, I just, it's incredible, you know, what the human story is able uh, on film is able to do. And, and so you, you just know it's coming and then it, and then it hits and then you're in and you're like, yep, I'm just as heartbroken as I thought oh. it was going to be. <laughs> um, and you just got to be in a certain type of mood to yeah. watch this movie. Don't go in thinking this is, you know, going to be a, a rom-com. It is not. Yeah. Um, but it, it is, uh, worthy of a watch it's about grief and another um you know it's it's about grief and uh how you know how we deal with it um and uh and it's you know it's that universal suffering uh that we all we all have and it was really well done and i know casey affleck uh got uh some flack for some stuff he did off offset um that kind of uh, hurt his chances i think getting the the Oscar, but, um, it, it's, it's really, really well acted, um, uh, movie. So yeah, I'll that's it, all I want to say I'll, about that. I'll put but, it on my list. Scene, it, scene red yeah, watch it when, you know, you, you, you just, yeah. <laughs> you feel like, uh, you know, you feel <laughs> like the, the weather overcast. Yeah. You, you, so you're, you're feeling overcast. Match, your, uh, <laughs> match <laughs> yeah. the weather with your emotions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. So, so unrelated, my yeah. scene red hurt. I'm actually going to play a quick, uh, 30 second promo deal. Okay. Uh, this is uh, a podcast that is um, serial in nature story, a story, okay. a narrative, if you will, not not okay. like a Godfather. Okay. Um, so l- just a, a quick overview here. Okay. First day, the story of a woman who takes a job at the company behind Sandra, the world's most intuitive virtual assistant. Being Sandra, it's like having a superpower. Imagine being able to walk up to a complete stranger just knowing that you can help them. You know their shopping habits, their browsing history, all the major events of their lives. You even know their heartbeat, but they know absolutely nothing about you. Oh, man, that's creepy. Think about, like, you know, you got your Google or um, I I can't think of all the different ones that are out there. I forget which ones are which, but like Alexa. Uh Uh-huh. Like you say, hey, Alexa, and then it it plays your songs or whatever the deal is. So the idea behind this is that... Alexa isn't isn't a computer or a robot, however uh-huh. you want to approach that even, but it's it's someone else on the other side. Yep. So you say Alexa, so and so, and whatever yeah. the category yeah. is. So this person, she is she's she's the bird. That's her mm-hmm. anything related to birds, she's she gets hmm. the, the questions asked hmm. about that. Um and so then she's responding to it. It's what she knows. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. you're actually having a conversation if you will mm-hmm. with a person rather mm-hmm. than art- artificial intelligence mm-hmm. AI right and then uh, obviously it's a narrative or whatever and so challenges ensue as she's giving her own advice rather than just factual responses and, and uh-huh. things and so I just I, I grabbed a hold of it I, I'm not sure exactly um, how many I got through in one day but the weather was finally nice and I was outside and I just binge listened if that's such a <laughs> yeah, thing definitely and I, I plowed through um, season one and just really got into the different um, ways to think about 
artificial intelligence mm -hmm. and what that could really mean. So that little clip being like, you know, you go into Google or Amazon and they know, hey, how about this book or how about this shirt or what? They, yeah. they know a ton of stuff because I've given it to them. Yeah. And you could, again, have a lot of long conversation about Facebook. I know on, on our last episode weeks ago, there was some stuff with um, – private information from Zuckerberg and, oh, yeah, and those yeah, types yeah. of things. Yep, yep, so yeah. it's kind of that yeah, same yeah. idea, but it's shifting a little bit to like, we just get this and we want to play that song. And like, well, yeah. where, where does that come from? Where right. are those ideas? And and this would be some human is on the other side. Huh. So, yeah. Well, I was impressed the other day. I, uh, I was listening to Spotify and yep. I uh, uh, saw that it had a daily mix for you, you know? And so I clicked on Interesting. it. Interesting. And I was like, this is an awesome playlist. Thank you, Spotify. <laughs> like... <laughs> just created it for me and yeah. i was like yeah yeah this is a song i want to listen to and i don't even want to like listen to i want to listen to it in the order that you yeah. are suggesting good good and bad yeah, so I seven know. episodes maybe okay. may, season one try a couple of them see if they have interest to you that Got anyway it. that's that's yeah. what i've been listening yeah. to lately right cool okay so um one minute for two cents yep the zoo yeah the zoo is a really, really sad place. <laughs> I saw that on your Twitter feed. <laughs> it, it is a very... <laughs> Have you been to one lately, or where does, yeah, that, where I does did that come a, from? I did a field trip with uh, Natalie, my first grader's class. Okay. And um, <laughs> I think as a kid, you know, these are just animals. And, yeah. and you you know, like, it, it's fine as a kid. But as a, an adult, mm. it is so depressing. Yeah. These animals are either napping or they're, like circling you know <laughs> mm -hmm. and and it's it's just like we sh we really shouldn't have zoos anymore I know. like this this isn't this isn't good for animals yeah this can't be good for animals so um yeah it's just it made me really sad yeah <laughs> no um, so that's yep, all i gotta say about that cents. yeah that's my two cents so let's segue because you kind of mentioned it or okay. i mentioned it um a few weeks ago we talked about twitter mm-hmm and you were going to take on the challenge I did. Of, of sending out some some tweets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So since that was on the thirteenth, and you hit it, you hit it hard. You got a, a few out there right away. <laughs> I and did. I think um, you're like, where is this going? <laughs> who is who is listening? Yeah. If I, if I yeah. scream in the woods, uh -huh. does anyone hear me? Uh -huh. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And 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 we're up to. I, I, I checked just this morning. You had eight more. Since then, the latest of which mm -hmm. being um, that piece. This was on the 16th, and you have that a was, lovely picture. That was the zoo. Of at the zoo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I am. I'm tweeting more. Yes, not extensively, and no. I don't really have a following. Um, hey, I mean, I do. If you're if you follow me, you know, I'm not follow, saying you're invisible. But follow us. Um, yeah. So that's part of it is too, is I'm like, well, you know, I, I guess it's kind of comparing myself to like the Roman empire, you know, like <laughs> there's Greg with a thousand people <laughs> who are reading his tweet. And then I've got like 44 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So, no, um, but I, I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm, just, I'm commending you. Thank you. You got it going. I think it's going to take off. We just got to yeah. get that, right. that following. We'll get our yeah. Godfather fodder listeners yes. to make sure that they I look, they we'll grab. be on fodder watch. Yeah. You know, I want people to be, you know, where, where's some good fodder, yeah. you know, and give us a, you know, hashtag fodder watch. Give, give us some, some feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So, so your, uh, your handle at Keith Longwinded and yes. mine is just my name at Gregory Heineke. Yeah. Um, follow us yeah. and we'll, we'll keep it, we'll keep it yeah, going. If I see, growing. if I see a new follower this week, 
I will know that you listen to this show. This show, excellent. And then I will promise you at least three tweets. Yeah, and follow them back. And, and we'll follow them back, grow, exactly. Grow the yeah. group. Yeah. Awesome. All there right, we go. we'll, we'll okay. check back into that. All right, sounds good. Well done. All right, uh, tell me some good old days fodder yeah. over there, Heineke. So so how about, how about uh, they got to have my background. Okay. Got to hit this roll in a little bit. So my good old days. Uh... Do you recognize this at all? Very long intro, by the way, for this particular tune. This is uh, Hall & Oates. She's gone. And they were at the XL Energy Center with Train this last Wednesday. So, was able to go with my wife and actually took my daughter to her first concert. Mm. We realized that Carly hasn't really been to a, a concert in... In oh. that realm of, all right, we're going to go to a major place like XL or U.S. Bank or something like that. So sounding like she's going to have a story to tell her kids. Yeah. Like my Phil Collins story. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, my parents took me to Hall & Oates. We, we, uh, we were going for train, but Hall & Oates, I mean, yeah. for both of them, kind of yeah. they had equal time on the right. stage. And they actually performed a little bit together. They've written a song recently, um, and they performed that. And so that's look at my, you over there. You're just like grinning ear to I know. ear. It was just, like, it was just fun. I, I don't yeah. we don't go out and go to concerts really very yeah. often anymore. Um, and besides the traffic t- to get there, yeah, because um, it's it's not close to to Rogers and especially right. well, nothing's that, close to Rogers at that time. Of the day. <laughs> true, true. Um, but it it fit because it's my 80s, but it had some 90s tied into it as well right. because that's where Train is, and and so uh, pulling again, out a little hollow notes and a yeah, little Train again. Neither of those bands <laughs> even close to my radar. No, so, pro- probably not. Well, that's I, what's so funny. Just one last comment would yeah. be that Carly, uh, my old. My younger brother gives Carly a hard time because uh-huh. she listens to, to bands that were in like the 90s or early 2000s, yeah. and she knows all that. And that without being purposeful about it, she was a little girl, and yeah. I play the songs, That's and when, she yeah. knows. She's like, so I'm oh, like, yeah. she she says, am, "Am I gonna know any of these songs?" And I'm like, "You tell me when you don't know a song." <laughs> and she knew <laughs> both, both awesome. Hollow Notes and, oh, <laughs> and Drake. Awesome. She knew all the that's songs. Awesome. I think, but one, she didn't yeah. know. You've lost that loving feeling. The remake oh, of the yeah. um. Uh, the cover yeah. of the Righteous Brothers yeah. song. Huh. Like, well, come on, that's Top Gun. Again, yeah. 80s. But yeah. <laughs> sorry, Carly. <laughs> so cool. I publicly apologize. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> my kids, uh, we, we almost have a Johnny Cash day uh, in our house oh, because yes. we, we listen to Johnny Cash and my kids love the song A Boy Named Sue. Okay. So there you, um, it fits you know. her, I guess, the theme of the today again, raising yeah. your kids. Yep. There you go. Yep. Um, they love the stuff that we love. And yeah, yeah. I mean, there'll, there'll be times when, you know, what do you guys want to listen to? And it's, you know, Raffi or, you know, Veggie Tales. And, and then and every then now Johnny and then Cash. Andrew will say, Johnny Cash. I'm yes. Like, My boy, let's do it. That's <laughs> awesome. That just made this episode uh-huh. for me yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. How about you? What's your, what's your good old um, days? So we're moving. Yeah. And uh, we're in the process of moving. And, uh, and so I have this big old bin uh down in our uh crawl space uh that's marked memory box okay. and it's a super heavy uh bin full of yearbooks and uh picture albums and uh baseball cards 
And so um, I told myself, I'm not moving. This thing is so heavy. <laughs> this thing is not I'm not away. moving this thing again. We're downsizing as a whole uh, family. And so I'm like, this, I'm going to have to go through it. So the other day, I, I sat down at the end of the day and started looking through the bin. Yeah. Um, and I, the first thing I saw were some stories that I written from uh, like sixth, seventh grade oh, awesome. um, that I kept, awesome. and I should have brought them today, um, but I can't read them on the air because they're <laughs> so bad. Um, but the, so so bad they're good, but yeah. also bad. Like yep. one of the things that me and uh, my friend Dan uh, got into, he wrote about a a wolf, I think, and I wrote about a Kodiak bear. Okay. And it's basically Jaws, yeah. Um, but it's you know a bear with with um, a murderous, sure. uh, you know, thought. Kids po- love those exactly. attack uh, oh, animal stories. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's just like I'm so graphic. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and this oh, is I a time before so like you know violent video games and all that. Like, yes. but I'm just like just so graphic. Um, and it's, it's pretty funny. And That's then, uh, super and then I, you know, I got some other stuff in there and then, um, then I, then I stumbled across a couple of, uh, baseball and, uh, football, uh, cards. And so I'm, I'm just like, you, Are you know, gonna keep a few and sell yeah. Some, so I just, you... I went through and I just pulled out the ones sure. that, you know, elicited a memory or yeah. a favorite player. And okay. so I got, you know. Uh, a couple of stacks and the rest I'm just going to get rid of because yeah. it's all, you know, guys that I just, I don't care about yeah. and yeah. they're not worth anything. And then Rebecca's like, oh, you can make some money on these or, you know, five bucks. and I'm like, yeah, I'm Maybe. not, the, the hassle to go through selling them and then, then for what? Like, yeah, five, six bucks. No. Yeah. So yeah. I'll just keep them. So a lot of Bo Jackson's, a lot of Barry Bonds. Okay. I, I was a huge Barry Bonds fan uh-huh. um, before he, you know, became this enormous, like, face yeah. of steroid, steroids yeah. kind of guy. He was yeah, literal and figurative. Phenomenal way. baseball player for the Pirates. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that alone alone should have him in the Hall of Fame. But um, So, yeah, so I, you know, kind of just all my favorites. I'm pulling out these cars. Kirby Puckett and, yeah. you know, some of the twins. So That's cool. So that was my memory. stroll down. Memory, memory literally lane, stroll down memory days. lane looking yeah. at looking at baseball and football That's cards. That's really cool. So, yeah. Anywho, uh, so do you wanna, we're, we're nearing the end here. Yeah, do you want to do a pet peeve or? What, oh yeah, what I think we thinking? should do a pet peeve. Okay, let's do a I, pet actually, peeve. I actually have one. Oh yeah, I let's hear it. So, washing your hands always a good thing, right? Yes, okay. Absolutely. So don't don't typically do the blower. Thing uh-huh. that is at some places where you uh, put your hands in the and jet say engine, the, the jet thing that takes <laughs> off, right? So paper towel dispenser. That's that's my pet peeve. Uh-huh. Where I don't know why I maybe need a training on how to pull it out properly, but your hands are wet, <laughs> and I'm trying to pull out a paper towel to dry it. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. the purpose. That's and you the get process. Like a and corner. I get a little <laughs> tiny thing because you're, you're, you're it grabbing, rips you're, it. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Like, It tears yep, right away. Yep. And then I got to grab another one. Yeah. And, and uh-huh. if you don't do it properly, yeah. you're defeating the whole purpose to begin with. Right. Because then if I go back and touch the yeah. faucet or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But every time yeah. I just Why does it say corner? paper gem when there is no paper gem? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish yeah. it would just stop. Yeah. But yeah. it just seems to be how I. And then there's the hand, you know, motion sensor. Yep. So you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. Then, that's the alternative, you know, which usually yeah. would be better. Right, but then I'm like right. standing there. Yeah, Again, I yeah, must not be exactly. really bad with those that yeah. I don't need to turn the water on. Do you prefer a vis- crank handle or like the I, I pull the paper towel and then another paper towel yeah. comes right after that? Um, 
So again, because I seem to malfunction, uh, <laughs> when I pull it, you should just be able to pull it and that pulls the next one and yeah. tears it off. Yeah. But when it doesn't work, then I have to use my hand on the uh-huh. side to crank it, crank yeah. it down yeah. and again, defeating right. the purpose yes. or whatever. So yeah. I, I do, yeah. I do like um, a good paper towel rather right. than the jet engine. Well, I mean, thing. I like because then you wipe your hands on your pants anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or on the next person you give a yeah. a back, uh, you know, <laughs> yes. pat too. <laughs> Let me just wipe my hand on you. So yeah. Well, uh, the 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 jet engine. Um, that's an Andrew. Um, has a, a he he hates those things, yeah, and, uh, and he them. he will like put his hands over his ears. They're so loud, and I don't blame him. I mean, it is they are really loud, especially in a small bathroom. Yep. Um, but it's kind of funny. Like he's just like, nope, I'm not doing that. You know. <laughs> well, mine is related to 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 this a little bit. Uh, it's malfunctioning sinks and fountains. Okay. Uh, so either really low pressure and you don't get any <laughs> any water, or it comes out streaming yes. so much that it sprays your pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this this is this happens all the time yeah. at church. Uh, it it has a uneven spray that comes out and it and and it's just like you know rocket you know uh and and it just it's hits the sink and then it sprays everywhere yeah. and then it looks like yeah it, you, you know, it you, looks you like didn't i, really do I it properly. don't yeah. know how to go to the bathroom yeah. uh and so yep. khakis uh, especially exactly khaki yes gray. <laughs> so now i'm finally conditioning myself to just lightly turn <laughs> <laughs> the sink on but then drinking fountains yeah. this also oh. happens too you know where it's just like a tiny dribble and it's like i've got to like put my whole mouth over yeah. this yeah. thing in order to get and any when water you, when you were young like yeah. you, people you're in oh, a big yeah. line and people yeah. are putting their whole yes. mouth over it like, yes Oh, oh my gosh! So disgusting, That's horrible. Or I mean, I'm just going to be thirsty. Or or it come or it just like again firing out and then it hits you and uh-huh. it goes up your nose and it goes all over your face and yep. Uh, I'm going to fill yeah. my water bottle. Oh, it's yeah. not coming out because it's yeah. a trickle. I can't yeah. get my bottle oh, yeah. under there. Water or it's shooting yeah. out, as you said, yeah. so yeah. powerfully yeah. that you, I'm holding yeah. the water right. bottle. You're doing a trick but- <laughs> for the kids, and you're, you're like, look, I can get it yes. all the way over here. All right. I, I'm i yeah. behind your pet peeve. Yeah. Yes. I'm right there with well, you. It is yeah. now mine they, as, they kinda, as well. They kind of go together. They do. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you'll, you'll get sprayed, and then you got to go to the the. Uh, you you could have just a terrible day. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you get sprayed, and then go get a paper towel, yep. and oh, and oh, this isn't working. Not happening. Uh, yep. Anyway, well, I get it. Uh, yeah, first world problems, but what can uh, you say? In, indeed, <laughs> in, indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thanks for listening, everybody. There, there uh, thanks for 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 the the conversation. Yes, sir. Greg, that was. That, that's what I needed. Yep. That's what I needed. That was good. I always enjoy talking with you. Keith. Yeah. All right. Good deal. All right. Thank well, you, listeners, for, thanks, uh, thanks for joining listening. us. We will we will do our best to maybe make some consistent uh, progress. Yes. In, yes. In the in the near future. Right. And we'll uh, we'll head out of here with. Got to go back to my house. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> She's gone.